Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Hump Day, Wednesday, the last day of August 31st, 2022. Thomas Miller, thank you for joining us. Glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. We don't have a lot today. Do you like even number or the sequential numbers? How about 111? The moon enters Scorpio Eastern Time this afternoon after a six and a half hour void of course. Other than, of course, personal transit aspects in your own chart, which we can't cover here, that's it for what's above our heads in the sky that we haven't still talked about. Everything that uh, we talked about Monday and yesterday pulls forward. Sun and Mars still squared. The yacht is still in place. So a listener question came in about ordering the Honeycomb Almanac. This is something that I have no relationship with these people. I have no financial interest with them. I just think what they've done for astrology and for those of us who like to be very attached and present to our own astrological movements through the days and months of the year have done a tremendous service. This is the Honeycomb Collective Almanac. The web address is honeycomb.co. And I thought what we would do is take a look at this listener question, and then we'll walk through some of the things. If you are considering getting one of these for 2023, some of these questions that I thought were very good and might help you as well. Hi, Thomas. First, I just want to thank you for your amazing podcast. I absolutely love starting my mornings listening to not only the forecast in the sky, but also your reminders to stay on a high timeline and all the positivity that you bring out into the world is just, it's great. And I can't thank you enough. So um, with that, uh, last week you talked about how you ordered your honeycomb almanac. So um, I went on the website to put mine together and I had a few questions. I know I've heard you speak of wholesale versus Placidus before, but I'm not really sure which one is most appropriate for me in my almanac. Um, it also talks about tropical versus side reel. Um, it also asks uh, what location to use for your solar return. And it said traditionally they used the birthplace location, but more modern astrology is using the current location. And I was wondering what your thoughts were on that as well. Thank you. And thank you. That's Sarah asking that question. And thank you for those very kind comments. I'll tell you, that kind of thing just keeps the motor running here to know that this is having a positive influence on your life. I greatly appreciate it. All right, let's go through this. Uh, thought I would just go right to the website, go to the store. I clicked on buy, and here we go. So create an almanac, show you how I do it. I do the 12-month, and I do the both physical and digital. This is the first year I've done that, as I mentioned on the episode. It's $5 more, and oh my gosh, was it ever worth it, because the digital was there within, I don't know, maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes, I don't remember, but it was right there. I was like, whoa, what is this? I get the 6 by 9 and I get the 80-pound coated, and I get the spiral. Now, I would get the spiral even if I wasn't having to fit this in the booth, but I have a little space for it just to my right. And it's a narrow, limited amount of space in the booth here, so the spiral works best. Now, the next one is just purely yours. That's the artwork section, and you can look through those and decide what art sings to you. Next section is the notes. Yes, absolutely. I write in mine a lot. Now, in italics in this section, it says, Note that the 12-month wide almanacs with extra note pages are a bit heavy. I don't find it so at all. To me, it's like a average-sized book. Uh, I don't think you'll find it that different from a 200, 250-page book. 
But if you want something thin that you could put in your purse, then that would be a consideration. If it's like mine and it goes from the audio booth to the recliner to the audio booth to the recliner, (laughs) then it's not a big deal. The next section is when do you want it to begin? Of course, I put mine to January 2023, but if you're wanting to order one now, you can start it in October or September even. Now, the next thing is important because it says location. But what that is, is the almanac is going to give you, and you can see from the samples there, it's going to give you in blue the aspects to the location that you put in this field. Now, I happen to have an almanac that is set to New York City. Why would I do that if I'm living in North Carolina? Because it gives me a list of potential pivot points for the market that day. And that's exactly why I do it, why it's set to New York. And because I keep in very close touch with my own chart, that I'd rather have that as my printed guide, and then I'm in touch with the chart anyway. So that's what I do. But typically, you would set that to your current location where you are living now. The next section is Zodiac and House System. All right. Well, we talk about on the podcast and the circle. If you look at the chart and it's a circle, that's the tropical western zodiac. That begins the zodiac on the spring equinox with Aries in the first house. Actually, Robert Hand had some very interesting notes on that that I got from my reading that I'll have to incorporate into something in the future as to why that's important versus sidereal takes a picture of exactly where things are in the sky right now. This is the basis of the Vedic system. It also takes into consideration the progression of the equinoxes. Well, tropical does, but that's also a factor as to why there is a difference. Steve Forrest, Robert Glasscock, Robert Hand, (laughs) Thomas Miller, and many of you, most of you, follow the tropical zodiac. Now, the houses is not something that's going to apply once you get into the calendar part of the almanac. It does apply to the beginning part. There are some really nice charts in there that will include your natal information and some of the resulting charts. You can set this to whatever you want. Robert Glasscock and I did an early episode on Old Soul, New Soul about why he prefers the equal house system. He got my attention with some of those body parts, and so I've switched over to equal mostly for myself, but I still look at whole sign. The podcast is done with a whole sign chart because it's just easier for me to see the aspects. And we don't talk about the houses because it changes all through the day. So it's just easier for me to see the various aspects in whole sign. If I were doing a reading for somebody, I would look at several different angles in the chart. So if you don't know, use your intuition. And I'm not kidding with that. And come up with what works best for you. I would say... Four choices of the of the options that are there. Whole sign being one. Placidus, that's the one that everybody uses. So if you're used to seeing your chart in a certain way, you might want to get the almanac in that way. Coke is another one, and then equal would be the other. Now, you may practice a style of astrology that adapts one of the others, and that's obviously perfectly great. Now, the next section is natal data. And listen up here, because... <laughs> I took the reports down for a while because, number one, I just had to get grounded back to the base. But the other thing is, it seemed like I always was chasing birth information. And if you don't know your exact time of birth, don't waste your time getting the almanac now. Get a rectification. 
The guy I used for my own, and I had to get a rectified birth time because it's not on my birth certificate, and my mother didn't know the exact time. It was around 8.30, as she said. And this guy at HarmonicLife.com, H-A-R-M-O-N-I-C-L-I-F-E.com. His name is Joseph. Right at the top of his website is a rectification tab. It's a little wonky, his website. You've got to buy these tokens, and you just but just do it. I stay in touch with him on a regular basis. He does all of the stuff. I He was so good and has been so good for so many of you that have dealt with him that I just send everybody there. You'll have to reach out and find out or do on the website to find out what the current price is. But Joseph at HarmonicLife.com can rectify it. Then you could come back. But please, please, please know that you have a rectified, accurate birth time before you invest in an almanac that all the way through, at least relating to your natal material, would be inaccurate. Of course, that is absolutely zero fault of the folks who create the almanac. I would not mention that so emphatically if I didn't see it so many times in those reports. Four minutes can alter the course of your chart. Okay, the next section is asteroids. I do Chiron. That's personal preference as well. Now, she asked about the solar return. I would listen over to Robert Glasscock. We just did an episode within the last week. And as a timestamp, because I might send this to people in the future or we might recycle this, it was released around the 20th to the 25th of August 2022 on Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. We did a whole episode on solar returns on your birthday. So take a look at that. As far as selecting what years you would want, well, do you want to be looking at, I mean, like, for example, for me, my birthday is in October. It says, do you want the solar return years 2022 and 23? So that would be from October 22 to October 23. Do you want that or do you want October 23 to October 24? If, for example, you had a January birthday and you were ordering the 2023 calendar, you probably would want the 2023 option. But go back and listen to Old Soul, New Soul for that to understand more of exactly what you're getting. She asked also about the uh, location for that. I'm old school, so I just use the natal. And I can totally see the merits. So, I, again, here's, here's an intuition question. Just ask your intuition. Should I really set this to where I was born or should I set it to where I am now? Now, remember, as Robert said, transits point to more current events. So from that standpoint, transits set to where you live now, certainly very important. Solar return charts are more thematic, and that might make the natal location make more sense. The other thing you could do is get on your charting software and put both up and see which one you like better. And unless you're moving drastically different, you're probably not going to see a huge amount of change. All right, the next section is the lunation charts. I always include that because, of course, we use it here so much. I love the Hellenistic plug-in. Yes, absolutely, I love that. I think they started including that maybe a couple of years ago, but I do follow the zodiacal releasing. I look at it all the time, in fact, and then the annual perfections, just all that stuff that's in there. I like it a lot, and I'm so thrilled that they added that. So, yes, I enthusiastically add that to my package. 
All right. I hope that helps. Sarah, thank you for that question, because as this comes up in the future around this time of year, we can throw this episode back down and remember it. So those of you listening in 2023, 2024, 2025, <laughs> you'll know all the things that we've been through that we're trying to find out in the chart of what's going to happen. All right. You guys take care. I'll see you back tomorrow. Have a great day. 